everybody. It's Pooja. Anju. And Miranda. And we're the Jilted Indian Podcast, and we come with love and courage. I know you were thinking, did they die? (laughs) (laughs) But we didn't. We're still alive and retweeting all the bullshit on Twitter. You know, the things that we do. We just took a break. What did y'all do during the break? I staved off a mental breakdown. Me too. Me three. (laughs) And it's mostly to do with the current state of the world. Like I've already crafted an email to my boss tomorrow to ask her, how am I supposed to sit here and care about this when there are children being ripped away (laughs) from parents at the border of the state I work in and they have yet to show the baby and girl camp. So... I need to know, and that weighs on my mind a lot. So that's why I've been reluctant to be like, hey, ladies, let's get together and record this podcast. When in the back of my head, I'm like, there are children with that. <laughs> you know, so, yeah, yeah. To add to that, it seems like the anger has only happened now. This shit happened weeks ago. Weeks ago. Yep. Weeks ago. And I was like, wow, evangelical silence about children being separated from their parents. Why are we talking about Kanye still like or I don't know if it was during Kanye but whatever dumb shit Twitter story everybody was talking about why are we talking about that not important I don't care that Pete Davidson and Ariana Grande are engaged like I literally don't care (laughs) I only know who one of those people are (laughs) well okay I will say this. I took a break for depression. Yay! But I got back. It was more like actually depression and anxiety. And I like the Aparna Nancharla joke where she says, I have depression during the week and anxiety on the weekends or something like, she's like, (laughs) depression and anxiety have joint custody. Her special on the stand-ups on Netflix. If you want some joy in your life, go watch that. But I was doing a three, four month long job search leaving teaching in middle school to go do teaching for adults. So I'm leaving pedagogy and going to andragogy, I believe it's called. And and so I got a job. Yay! Welcome to the corporate world, Miranda. Now I'll know what everyone else is talking about. Your soul will be crushed. That my soul shortly. will be crushed shortly. Yes, yes with a salary. So... <laughs> That was me, and I appreciate you all, Anju and Pooja, for being there for every depressing text message I sent about this process. And so these ladies are super supportive. Anju, what did you do with your break? Um, Basically the same. I was super burned out from driving back and forth from Dallas like 15 times in two months. That's an exaggeration. I was like, that seems accurate. That seems really accurate. (laughs) It certainly feels accurate. So yeah, I was burnt out. I was um, on the border of a depressive episode and work was kind of crazy. So I just needed some time. (laughs) And we needed to collect all of the Daisy news. What am I talking about, Pooja? Well, I believe you're talking about, Miranda, the Indian Super Bowl. Yay! Yay! Y'all didn't know we had one, did you? It's called the Scripps National Spelling Bee. So in this episode, we're going to talk about the good news and the bad news that have happened while we were away. It's mostly a good news episode because some of you have told us that we got kind of heavy this season. And as we just told you from our break, we know that. So 
I just want to express a thank you to our listeners who asked where we were and have feedback for us. <laughs> yes. That means a whole damn lot. I know we're telling you that, hey, we're going to keep being serious, but we're going to try and mix it up. We promise. We love that you love us. We love that you listen to us. We love you, honestly, and thank you for caring enough to ask about us. <laughs> yes, very much so. So the spelling bee, y'all. Uh, I know this is a shocker, but a brown person won. A brown person from Texas won. Not only that, like something like the top five came from DFW. Well, there was in the top 15, I was at a book club meeting at a bar because I'm classy. And uh, that was being broadcast instead of basketball, mind you, uh, behind us. And I don't know if it's because it was a table full of women or not that I'm thinking about it. But anyway, uh, the the spelling bee was being broadcast and it was the, the top 15 round. And every time they introduced one of the spellers, I kid you not, there were at least five to six of them. From someplace in Texas. Mm. It's probably the 35 corridor where they're all from. (laughs) Of course. I don't know if we could do a historical search and post this in the notes of when the brown wave took over the Scripps National Spelling Bee. It's like a normal thing that Indian people have won. And I don't know when the brown wave took over necessarily. Maybe it's been decades. I feel like Indians have been winning for decades. Every once in a while, a non-Indian or non-South Asian wins. And we're all like, oh, that's fresh. (laughs) When was the last time that happened? It was when there was a tie with the young lady from Jamaica. And I do not remember her name, but I remember Mr. Bailey the whole time. And like she had my heart and I feel bad I don't remember her name. But I think the reason we've seen an influx of our little chotis and chotas, I don't know the correct term for that, but is because our parents and our uncles and aunties are having kids and those kids are going to school and this is something they can compete in without coming on with a bloody nose. So <laughs> parents willingly enroll. And if you guys, if you, you've seen Aquila and the Bee, right? Spelling bees are competitive. There's scholarship money on the line and yeah. stuff. I would honestly love somebody to do a documentary or give me money to do a documentary about people who won the Spelling Bee previously and where they are now. Because... I don't see that on the spelling bee. Like, ESPN, get that going. Yeah. (laughs) That does seem really interesting. Also, there was a documentary called Spellbound. I don't know if you've seen it, but it's very entertaining. And I don't think it's accurate as far as the demographics are concerned. Sorry. It's just not. And so, but Spellbound is a really, really, really good documentary on spelling bees. If you want to check out, I don't know, the drama, you know, the drama and the action behind this national spelling bee. And it was so great that I made a parody skit about it for these kids at a job. When I used to be a church choral director, I was also like a volunteer for the youth ministry to recruit singers into my choir. And so my job was to just make up skits about whatever I wanted. And so I was like, we're doing a spelling bee. And we had two or three guys. They were in my choir and they were in this youth ministry. And they (laughs) were from Kuwait, but they were half Indian, half Pakistani, I think. And so they were my two South Asian spellers. And I, you know, stereotyped everybody in there. And so I had... One of them meditating during the interviews, and the dad was wearing like a munda, like, (laughs) (laughs) and the interviewer came by, and they were like, hi, trying to talk to him, and he was like, shh, my son is meditating, and he did it in the accent, the inter, he, 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 he patanked the fuck out of it, and, and he, 
told the interviewer, you know, I'll, you can interview me. So the interviewer is interviewing him and saying every night he spells 1,000 words accurately or I hit him with a chair. <laughs> and like, he like super rolled the R on chair. Chair. And just like, it was so ridiculous. That I don't think anyone could appreciate it more than me, like in that room. And, you know, everybody else, I guess, was just laughing because it was uh, this kid just being super hilarious. And the, of course, the Indian kid gets the hardest words. And the plot of it ended up being the winner of the spelling bee won on the word B because his super redneck sister was holding a gun to the judges and was like, give him an easy word. Like, <laughs> and so the Indian kid was like, what? Because Indian kids always win. It's just, I wish I recorded that. I wish I could share it with y'all because it was really funny. These kids did a great job. Anyway. I'll find the tweet for it, but I don't know if you got it. There was a tweet that was going around about the spelling bee, about an Indian boy who got out because he misspelled the word mandir. And mandir means temple in Hindi. (laughs) Oh, no. And I was just like, the responses to it were hilarious because everybody in the comments were just like, the ancestors are dying. (laughs) Well, wait, did he come from a Hindu background? Because there might be a legitimate reason for that. Based on his name, if I remember, he was Hindu. Okay. Yeah. First of all, I feel you, bro. (laughs) Seriously. I am a shitty Indian. I see you are a shitty Indian. (laughs) I see you. My dad was an atheist, so that's the kind of word I would have failed on. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know religion. What? It's like God. And Angie's like, who? (laughs) (laughs) What are your individual spelling bee experiences other than the play? I got out in the fourth grade on the word tortoise, and I thought it was hot shit and got it right. And I was just like, oh, there's an I. Immediately after I said the E, I was like, there's an I. And they were like, dang. And I'm like, well, fuck the spelling bee. (laughs) Yes, my dreams also died in elementary school when it came to the spelling bee. I got out of my class. I won my class's spelling bee. But then when all the winners did a little spelling bee in the library from all the grades, I think I got beaten by somebody younger than me, which is typical. Scripps National Spelling Bee style to just be owned by somebody who's much younger than you. That's like, I don't know, the metaphor of the entire damn thing. And they're all eighth graders, right? Yeah, yeah. And I will say in my family, we have a district winner in my family of the nice. spelling bee. So we're, we're going to put that on the family crest pretty soon. <laughs> <laughs> um, I do not have a spelling bee story. I did not participate because A, I was not a participator. B, I'm not competitive. And C, I don't like being the center of attention. So I was like, I'm going to spell on paper and that's it (laughs) and she did (laughs) you go you go girl (laughs) this is my like narrator moment and that's what Anju did I don't recall there being any outside spelling bees but Pooja you were saying that you were helping with a spelling bee in town want to tell me what that was all about you guys it's the worst confluences of situations it was a spelling bee only for Indian people so (laughs) there was pressure on the judges 
from the get-go, right? And the only reason I agreed to participate in this, because I know my aunties and uncle and my people, was because there was no prizes and no consequences to losing or winning. Except for shame on your family, because your children are the culmination of your ability to parent. So don't misspell that 15-letter word, you piece of shit. (laughs) (laughs) And the funny thing is, I will say the kids who were participating were being kids. They were great, and the... Pre-K and kindergarten kids took 23 rounds to find a winner. We got all the way up to the damn ninth grade word list. There's a pre-K and kindergarten spelling bee? Girl, the boy who won is four years old. (laughs) Okay, at what point do we need to recognize this as child abuse? Like, at what point is this child abuse? That kid could have been playing. That kid could have been rolling a stick in the mud. Although, I think, you know, from a social science standpoint... I'd rather have a kid learning how to spell words than thumbing through their phone and creating the facade of belonging, you know, that most preteens are doing nowadays uh, that causes all their anxiety. <clears throat> so, you know, also, you know, good for you for making your four year. I don't know, man. No. That sounds like abuse, man. He had older siblings in it as well. Okay. So it's like this particular spelling bee is every speller who enters, they pay an entry fee, and that fee is donated to schools in India. So you oh. want more people participating in this particular one. Wait, so parents can brag about their children winning and they can brag about how their money's going to charity? How fucking Indian does that get? Oh, and I won't say the name of the organization, but I'll just say that after the spelling bee, I sent an email to the president and organizer. I'm like, let's meet. I have some tips for efficiency. (laughs) (laughs) That also sounds very Indian. Yes, that was the one thing. And ironically, the kids didn't make it a bad experience. It was the parents. and, And I had to put my lady lawyer hat on and get real smart at parents in front of their children, which I don't like to do because I don't feel like you should watch me yell at your mom, you know? (laughs) I once was asked to create a praise and worship band for an inter-parish competition. And I noticed when I went, you know, I went with my mom down there And, you know, I just wanted to teach them how to make music together. I taught them how to make a rhythm section. I taught the, I arranged all of the instrumental parts because it was this weird combination of instruments. So I had to make it work. I gave them a challenging piece of music to do. So it was like, not like one, two, three, four. It was like a five, four for all you music, music geeks out there. It was a five, four metered song. The other one was like, we did a mashup of, you know, that song, I'm a joker. I'm a smoker. I'm a. I don't know the. I only know the lyrics when I'm drunk and in a piano bar. So uh, that song, and we put it over this god awful song that I can't freaking stand called "Lord, I Lift Your Name on High," and I put them both together. Just entertainment. You got to please the crowd, man. They made these weird ass rules. Like you can't use sheet music. And I'm like, I'm sorry, we're going to use sheet music. And then they were like, you can't use a conductor. I'm like, no musician made up these rules. You didn't ask a musician. Probably like your spelling bee didn't ask a teacher. Like they didn't, they're not asking the people who are the actual knowledgeable types of people for these things to like even run them. Um, First of all, arts, competitions, are uh awful (laughs) (laughs) arts competitions uh, i think competition's good when the end goal and the end game is 
the kids improving and being better, but when it's showing off so that your parent can feel better about themselves, that's bullshit. And so I saw a lot of that going on and there were all these rules and they were like, we're going to give you a penalty point if you use sheet music. We're going to give you a penalty point if you conduct. Right. And so I told the kids, I was like, you know what? Can we just be exhibitionist? Can we just go up there and... And there was, oh, this is even better. There was a time limit. And if you break the time limit, then you get points. And I was like, fuck it. You guys, I I brought them all into a room. I had to convince my entire group of these kids to just be exhibitionists. Can we break all the rules? Can we break all the rules and just go out there and perform and just be like in your face about it? Like, this is what you're giving penalties to, you stupid assholes. (laughs) Like, sorry. But yeah, stupid assholes is like the word I wanted. This is assholery. So they knew I made them do something great. So they were all like, okay, yes. Burn it all to the ground. And so they like, (laughs) we went, we went out there and they ended up winning anyway. With all their penalty points, they ended up beating the shit out of every other group there. And some parents were like, we thought that was a recording. No, it's not a recording. It's what happens when you have a professional doing shit. And then I decided to never, ever do it ever again. And the church that asked me to do it, they asked me back. And I said, hell no. Because what the fuck, Indian people? Your children are not currency for your worth. Can we say that again? Please. It won't make any sense. Louder to, for the people in the back. For the people in the back. Your children are not currency for your worth. And if they are, they will let you down or they'll end up hating the fuck out of you. Or or both. Or both. And you'll give them mental health issues for life if they don't have them already. Caveat being the only thing, if the only thing you care about is just their complete happiness, then that, that's a reflection on you. If your child's happy, that's the reflection on you. Please show me all the Indian children who are happy stories. I need those. I need those to know there's another world out there. But like, who doesn't know the parent harping on their child for better grades? What Indian friend of mine do I have that had like a loving, supportive parent? Oh, no, honey. Oh, are you struggling with that? Well, let's get a tutor. Aw, my parent loves me no matter what. And then what if that parent was like, let's go get ice cream. And then I'd be like, aw, I feel safe. Nobody knows that fucking story. I don't know any Indian friends that know that story. Uh, Please, if you are, if you are like from a supportive family or some shit like that, and you're 30. We and really, you're, really need to hear yeah, from if, you. And if you're in your mid-30s or 40s, none of you 20-year-olds or teenagers come in here with your second-generation American parents. Don't, 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 don't tweet at us or anything like that. I want to hear from somebody who is at least 37 years old or older. Wait, I want to hear from the younger people. At least we'll know that, like, you know, it's changing. It's cha- okay, I take it back. I'm going to dial down the pettiness. Hold on. There's hope for the future. I need to know that. We are reeling back. Okay. Yes. I want to know, younger people, if you have a better life. Yeah. Way to sound like you meant it, Miranda. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So we called this the Indian Super Bowl. The spelling bee is the Indian Super Bowl for a reason. Because if there are always this human drama stories coming up, and my favorite that is becoming a theme every year are the siblings who previously competed and went deep. (laughs) And the siblings competing for the first time. And you're always like, there goes the 
brother, the former winner of 1994 Scripps National Spelling Bee, sitting there judging his eighth grade brother or sister, like, or not judging, just wearing a poker face. And you're like, what is going on? What is happening? Where's the behind the scenes? Like, I love that type of drama. And I also love, like, whenever there's a cutie patootie out there winning. Like, the little boy who won the pre-K one, when he pronounced R's, he'd say, Arra. And I'm like, get in my pocket! And so... (laughs) It's a rhotic consonant, dude. (laughs) So it's the Indian Super Bowl. How do we cheer for these kids? Is is it like, I before E, except after C? (laughs) And A and neighbor, and A is a neighbor, whatever. Or you're just like, yeah, it's one of those things that's like you don't want, you know that these kids know what competition is. They didn't get this far. And some of them are repeaters. They come in from first grade because you can tap out, you tap out at eighth grade for this. So they come in and they're going deep. They're going deeper. It's a personal journey for them. But it's like, you know, how do we cheer for you? I want you to feel loved, but I also, like, you know it's a competition. I know it's a competition. There's a prize at the end of this. So it's like, yay, you. You got up there. You're on TV. Yay, you. Like, what? what is it? I have a cheer. I have a cheer. Okay. Country of origin. Country of origin. Country of origin. Is it two L's or one L? Country of origin. <laughs> Anju, I know you have a good one, English major. I don't. Yes, okay. A cheer for English? A cheer for the for the English language, like getting these kids to spell right. Uh, can you use it in a sentence, please? <laughs> that was so fucking lame, Anju. I told you I'm Anju bad at this. Anju does not want to participate in the cheer I creation. I don't make up cheers. And I'm you bad. know what? Look, like, <laughs> you know what? She said she's good on paper. You're in charge of signs, Anju. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. I wanted her to do that cheer. And you know what? Don't ask Anju to do something she doesn't want to do, Miranda. My parents could have told you that. Yeah, I, yeah she could have told me that. I mean, she already did. So anyway, I, I love that we're talking about this because the spelling bee is so uniquely Indian. We just like ganked that shit. Now, just like 20 million more things for us. And then we will have replaced colonialism. And you know how, like, the winners of the Super Bowl and stuff get a Got Milk campaign? What is it for the winner of the spelling bee? Is it Got Lassi? Like, what is it? <laughs> mango Fruity. <laughs> yes, it's Mango Fruity. That's what it is. <laughs> it's not I'm going to Disney World. I'm going to math camp. <laughs> oh, by the way, we very, very badly want to broadcast from a script's national spelling bee like you know how leslie jones got invited to the olympics we want to be the broadcasters the correspondent super country broadcasters in the back of the room going oh shit that kid got anthropological but the other one got arpeggio that is not fair that is not fair like that's not a fair fight like i do, i feel like we need to be commentators for this that's not a word <laughs> they do have commentators on espn but they are boring as hell oh they need some brown they need they literally need a color commentator mm-hmm. but we would ask the hard hitting questions so you know like we're asking hey sandeep your little brother is participating if he goes deeper than you does he get the bigger room like you know <laughs> 
Also, we need to like do those like catch up. We need to be the people who catch up with the old winners. Like the one that Hassan Minaj called out, like how this is how you make a Bobby Jindal. Like that one kid like didn't even smile. He won the fucking spelling bee. Didn't smile. His family's faces were deadpan and the brother's going, oh shit, I have to compete with that. Like we need to do a how to make a Bobby Jindal. What is that show on Netflix? Like to, to create a killer or something. What is that name of that show? Mind of a murderer Murderer or something. We need to find, we need to like stop the Bobby Jindals from happening. (laughs) We need to become a task force (laughs) that keeps the Bobby Jindals from being made. And I feel like it starts at the spelling bee. This is our Dan Brown moment. It's us against the spelling bee. It's us against the Bobby Jindals. I think the Bobby Jindals are a growing race and they need to all be demelaninized one by one. Well, that's why we need to hear more from the next generation because Miranda's seeing Bobby Jindals everywhere. (laughs) So from the auntie cheering squad, the cool auntie cheering squad from the Scripps National Spelling Bee is where we will put ourselves and I'm going to work on merchandising. It's probably going to be a bee that spells. And so (laughs) that says the cheers that we just made up. Can we please get those university-style sweatshirts that say Harvard or Yale and put Scripps National Spelling Bee on them? Can we please, like, established Indian dominance, established (laughs) ever since our parents moved to this fucking country? Like, can we, like, get that established number down? We need to find out when the takeover happened. (laughs) And if the Scripps National Spelling Bee is our Super Bowl, we'll just say that the immigrant-dominated National Science Fair is our World Cup. So, yay, children of the future! Well, that was really fun to talk about. I'm so glad we did this because we needed something breezy with all this bullshit going on in the world. Congratulations to all of you amazing kids at the Spelling Bee Thanks for representing, and good luck to you in everything you do. We already know you're going to be amazing. Go change the world, y'all. We also hope you go in peace and power. This has been Pooja, Miranda, and Anju with the Jilted Indian Podcast. Thanks for listening. Bye.